0: Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be All Things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and All Things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren and i don't i don't have anything funny to say i don't have any funny quip i don't have anything other than i'm deeply affected by what i witnessed in episode 6 yeah deeply yeah
1: we've never watched and recorded so quickly yes. circumstances require it so like i think yeah. you and i
0: both have like very raw emotions still right now very i First of all, those circumstances have required me to record in a hotel, so I apologize for any ambient issues <laughs> if it doesn't have the quality that it normally does. It's because I have a stack of pillows <laughs> surrounding me at my hotel desk. So. Yeah, James Arnold <laughs> Taylor would be proud. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, raw emotion, because I just watched this. You watched it last night as soon as it aired. I watched it as soon as I woke up. I'm going on
1: no sleep right now also so like yeah. raw emotions no sleep i very well could cry while we talk like it's a real me possibility cuz me too i was sobbing multiple times Same. watching this episode and like some of it was relief honestly and some of it honestly some of it was just like being so moved by the story
0: and like what was happening mm-hmm. holy fuck i <laughs> yeah Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I guess my initial thing is I, I like how you said relief because, oh, I'm totally going to cry. I can feel it. I can feel it coming right yeah, now. I know. I am too. I should have gotten tissues. Really shouldn't have put my ma- mascara on. Um, <laughs> the relief I felt is because we finally got closure. Yeah. And we finally witnessed the end of a friendship. We got to see it. We saw it. Yeah. We saw the... Closure that I think all of us needed, that Obi-Wan needed. And us as a fan base, like that, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but that was some of the hardest and most beautiful things I've ever watched in Star Wars. The acting on both Ewan and Hayden's part moved me. Me too. I think it's
1: going to haunt me for a really long time. Even in just the like few moments of like making my tea this morning and stuff, my brain, I've noticed it just like keeps going back to that moment. And I just like, okay I'm gonna cry like it was yeah. not what I was expecting me neither I never thought we would see anything like that in the confrontation no. that we saw in this episode it really I
0: thought they would talk
1: it out I didn't think it would go like that that was it was hard to see but also like it was honestly like what you said in the last episode i feel like this might be the best star wars i've ever
0: seen yes i retract my previous statement this is the finest star wars i've ever witnessed it was like a culmination of every piece of star wars that's
1: at least the movies that's existed so far there were like multiple homages to those movies and it just like yes yes it wraps up a a part of the story that is the most painful part of star wars i think like revenge of the sith leaves you pretty devastated and like to have it wrap up in this and to have them imply at the end maybe obi-wan isn't abandoned in the desert for 18 years that like he seems to have purpose that really moves me because i feel like really happy to think he might actually be out doing things like doing good and like still being himself and fighting you know and that maybe his choice it, it was a choice in a new hope when he lets vader kill him basically because the oh, absolutely this confrontation like obi-wan
0: owned the shit out of vader oh it was amazing i i cannot believe what we witnessed yeah i loved when the i knew he was holding that pile of rocks right i knew he was holding it yeah so he could breathe which and it wouldn't crush him it's such a little clone wars reference they do that in it really clone is of course yeah it really is When he just lifted his arms and all of those boulders lifted and he just hurled them. It was so amazingly powerful. First of all, how great was it to see Obi-Wan do the stance? Oh my
1: God. That's when I started to like lose my shit. Like, you know the... Like he was back. Yeah. You know the duel is coming, but then he's just like, I will do what I must. And like gets into the pose. I was like, literally just gave myself... The the pose. (laughs)
0: And they held it for, like, different angles. So you got, like, you could absorb the greatness. So good. (laughs) I was so scared, but... (laughs) Because I was like, oh, no, I don't want to witness this, but I want to witness this. Right. But when he lifted his arms like that in pure drama, like... (laughs) And he meant it at that point. But to see, like have Vader just be pummeled like cuz you know I know he's made of metal most of him that that hurt I mean holy shit right yeah. like and like he went right for his weakest point which was his breathing apparatus at his chest A- absolutely and then he sliced his helmet open and when that happened I jumped back in the hotel bed like back against the headboard I wasn't expecting it. The only time we've ever seen this is from Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. The duel with Ahsoka and Rebels. But to see it in live action is so much more painful. The way he was, the breathing, the bent, he was bent over. Did you notice the use of color? Yes. They played with color a lot. It kept switching back and forth. And
1: between both of them as well. Like, oh. It was actually gave me... It gave me quite a lot of sympathy for Vader in that, not Vader. Totally. Because it. Anakin inside. Anakin in there. Yeah.
0: He was in there. He was there for a minute. He looked at Obi-Wan with only one eye. You can only see it with one eye, but the acting, that was very hard for me to watch because somewhere in there is. He's in there and he just wants out. I don't know how to say it. It's like he wanted Obi-Wan. He has to kill Anakin because he has no other choice. Yeah. And what did he say? I'm not your failure. You didn't kill Which is projection. Anakin, I did. That,
1: I, oh. I knew that line was coming. Like, I could sense it was coming.
0: And it was so impactful. The way his voice went back and forth between Hayden and then James Earl Jones. Yes. Slash Vader. Oh, my God. It was pa- that was painful. This was the most painful thing I've ever watched. Yeah. Honest. And that covers all the things that we know is are painful. This was <laughs> very painful. It was. Then
1: they, they show Obi-Wan's reaction. It's like he's crying. He's got
0: tears in his eyes. And then he says, I'm sorry. I just was like. That's what I wanted. Oh. This is That is what I wanted from this whole show. And they delivered it. In the finest form. Yeah, he was kind of turned away, like he didn't even want to look at him. Yeah, and he was just sorry for everything. And the, I, I, I know I'm failing at a podcast right now because I can't put it into words. <laughs> <laughs> but the pain—there was so much between them. This was the death of an entire era, an entire friendship, a family, if you will—the severing of Mm -hmm. a bond that would never ever ever be fixed yeah yeah the moment where he
1: he says that my friend is truly dead and then turns and calls him darth as he walks away it was just like it was so hard but it was also like obi-wan being freed finally
0: he was cleansed yeah that was it he needed it yeah but i think the worst part maybe not the worst part but the icing on the cake was vader hunched over And, like, still kind of scrambling towards Mm Obi-Wan and yelling his name. Yeah. To me, that's the desperation in the 20-something, 30-something that's in that suit. That doesn't want to be in that suit. Yeah. But doesn't have any other... He doesn't... I just think of all the things we've ever seen them go through. And for Anakin to yell after him like that. I mean, that fucking hurts. It's... It's so interesting because we probably all know
1: people like this who who need your mercy but push you away out of their anger and it he he says like i'm not your failure like i killed anakin you didn't but then yeah he also is like realizing that he's being left there again struggling to live again and it's like yes it's history repeating itself obi-wan's just walking away again and that also really enrages people who like fuel themselves on your suffering if you turn and walk away from somebody who's bullying you or whatever that drives them crazy And it was interesting Mm -hmm. to see that moment. And there were so many parallels between things that happened between Obi-Wan and Maul. Mm -hmm. The moment, oh my God, and this moment was so fucking cool. Where Vader like
0: cracks the ground. Oh my God. And Obi-Wan
1: falls into the depression.
0: Okay, cue the high ground jokes though. Seriously, I mean, the the thought crossed my mind instantly. (laughs) The thought crossed my mind. I said, shit, here we are. He finally has his
1: moment. They filmed it. (laughs) Just like the Phantom Menace, where he's mm-hmm. in the reactor shaft looking up at Maul, and Maul mm-hmm. standing right on the edge there and taunting him, and that's exactly... And I was just like, Vader, you're putting him in a position where he's really good at defending himself. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, be careful, you're going to get cut in half this time instead of just losing <laughs> all your limbs. But I loved that sequence where Vader then just like, covers him in rubble literally symbolic of obi-wan being crushed to death by his history and like all of his quote sins you know any mistakes he's made all of his turmoil is just like crushing him and i love that they took that moment then go through the rocks nice and slowly and they get up in his face and you realize he's holding everything back as much as he can and he's really struggling and then it's visions of leia and luke Mm -hmm. that bring him Mm -hmm the strength that he needs and he just blasts the shit out of the rock, which is like the symbolic freeing of himself. Yes. He yes. He throws off all the things that are crushing him. And that's when he's his most powerful. He like steps into his power and he is the Obi Wan we remember from that point on all mm-hmm. the way through the end of the
0: episode. It's his purpose that reminds him once again why he is a Jedi. Yeah. Why he's one of the greatest one of the greatest humans. Those two kids. Quite possibly the
1: best Jedi ever. Like, he has kicked the shit out of so many Sith. It's amazing. Yeah, think
0: about it that way. Holy shit.
1: He's a boss. Yeah, right? Like, I, I just love that he he literally just overwhelms
0: Vader. And the only other person to ever do that is Luke. And now we know. Now we can rest knowing <laughs> why the line in a new hope what it really means when he says you were the master and I was the Yeah. Or what does he say?
1: Uh, yeah, you were the master and I was the learner. Something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would oh. I would like to say we have now solidified yeah. all meaning oh my behind God. that one line leanne <laughs> like what you were saying, see- it was sexy as fuck let's yes. put it out there and
1: what you were saying last week about like this is the vader that i like this
0: is the obi-wan i have always yes. wanted to see when they give us the characters we know and love and they don't fuck with them and they give us them in their pr- their prime form yeah you're right we got vader last week we got obi-wan Today, like today, we've never seen week. him so powerful. Like even in
1: Revenge of the Sith, in live action. Holy fuck! Right? It felt like they were pulling from Clone Wars a lot. Like this had a lot of the revival duel to me. They're in close quarters inside those. Yep. Like what is it? Is it stalagmites that come out of the ground? I think stalactites. stalactites come down, come down, and stalagmites yeah. go up.
0: I'll I'll go with that. Yeah, that's <laughs> <I> can't remember. <laughs> I think. Let me Google. Either it real way, fast. there's like
1: cinder cones that they're like. Yes. they're going through. Like it, it, just it reminded me so much of like, dude. Obi Wan is like switching hands. He has like reverse grip. Oh, He's flipping oh, around. He's like, oh, oh my
0: god, oh, I was losing oh, my fucking let's shit. talk about yeah ja, the lightsaber dueling in this one <laughs> tops all other things that we've seen he was switching hands yeah okay the hairs on my arms are standing <laughs> up no shit though i was so enthralled by what i was seeing you and mcgregor give the man an emmy for multiple reasons <laughs> i feel please. like please remember but, wayne's world where they're like we're not worthy <laughs> we are not worthy <laughs> for real though he did the spinny thing the hayden spinny behind the back yeah thing. some of the moves they did together of course did you see that their backs were together exactly like when they were practicing yeah. last week as padawan and master mm-hmm. uh, that shit i live for this stuff yeah this is the star wars i want yeah. and we
1: got it and like they're also storytelling while they're dueling so it's Absolutely. Oh, it's so fucking good. Absolutely.
0: Oh. <laughs> I've gone from like depressed and crying to like shivers and being turned on. <laughs> this is Star Wars. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> That's a new sticker we're gonna
1: release. So that was the first time I started crying. Was when Obi Wan was starting to like fight for real. Like when he spun the lightsaber into his Sarajevo position with his fingers. Yes, yes, yes. I was just like, "Ah, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. It's like it's finally gonna be. Obi Wan goes ham.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a sticker. Him in the pose. And it's, Obi-Wan's about to go ham. <laughs> that's a great idea. And he did. Holy shit, though.
1: Oh, my God. It was so good. And we're only talking about one scene. I know there's so much more that happened, but that's the
0: stuff that, that like affected me the most. Oh, me too, b- b- by far. Uh, it was beautiful. It was painful. It was impressive just to watch yeah. the symbolism and the, God, just thinking back, I, I guess I'm not, if you're lucky enough in this lifetime to have a best friend, someone you can call a brother, someone you can call a sister, and you lose them or something happens that separates you from them, that is pain unimaginable. And to I just, I'm crying again. It's very hard to know what we know about these two and to know what we eventually know happens to them. It's just very hard to witness like the final severing. It's the closure. Yeah. And it's not, it's not pretty, it's not happy, but it's exactly what I needed. Yeah. We needed. Obi-Wan needed. It really is.
1: It really is. I didn't even know how much I needed this moment. We we know what happens to Vader. We see everything pretty much that, you know, because he's part of the original trilogy. To like have closure on Obi-Wan's story is actually yeah, really... A relief, like we said earlier, like it's it's actually and because they did it really beautifully, if they had done it not so beautifully, I think this would have been a point of pain for a lot of people for the rest of their lives. But this I mean, not that this isn't painful in its own way, but like to see this closure No, but it's the beauty of it. Yeah. That Obi-Wan apologizes. And and Anakin says,
0: like basically says, I don't want your apology. Yeah. But he does. Yeah. There's a part of him, it flickered. Uh, maybe it's me just wanting it, but I gotta believe he had deep love for Obi-Wan at one point, and I just, him bent over like that, the wheezing, the pain in his face, he didn't want it, but that's what he's telling himself. Because mm. any other option is way too, more, it's too painful. Well, and he must to survive, like... Yes. They make
1: that pretty clear in the comics and then they kind of solidify yeah. that in the end here when the Emperor yeah. shows up.
0: The Emperor came back. It's Ian McDermott again. Like, it's good uh, to see Ian. I, so I just he's he's such a fixture, and I just love his varying degrees of like elderly and decay <laughs> that he goes through. Like with the makeup And this poor man has been <laughs> makeup and face, you know just to death. Yeah, like. pretty much. He only
1: got to show his own face for, like, two and a half movies, and then the rest of the time That's he's it.
0: a heinous mess. But he looked better than he did in the, the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, we're back to just, like, regular decay and old <laughs> and, and terrible looking. Yeah. As compared to, like, bony fingers, literal bones. Oh, my God, that was terrifying. In Rise of Skywalker.
1: But he even says to, he says to Vader, like, You're clearly, this is a distraction for you. You can't overcome your past, and that's a problem for me. And Vader had, like, they're kind of explaining why Vader doesn't hunt Obi-Wan down. Yeah. Because Emperor's like, I need your attention elsewhere. Like, (laughs) Yeah, right. And it's, it's. Part of it is maybe convenient storytelling, connect the two plot points, because people are always like, well, why the fuck didn't Vader
0: find Obi-Wan on Tatooine? You know, it's pretty easy. Well, I'll tell you, the Emperor knew that there was something still in there, and if he continued to focus on Obi-Wan, the Emperor, good old palps, needs Anakin to be his lapdog mm-hmm. and needs that full commitment. And he needs Vader to lean into that and as long as he's fixated on the past and on one person he can't lean into what Palpatine works so hard to create which is Darth Vader and I think it's a wonderful comparison that Obi-Wan moves on from this point from his past and finds hope and some sort of freedom from this and Anakin is still chained to the person who put him in this position. And so it's two opposing, how do you move on from your past? Well, one is chained by it and the other is freed by it. Yeah, which is
1: the the hero and the villain. Yeah. That's always the thing that separates them. They're really similar in every way, mm-hmm. except their ability to accept
0: and move on. And I don't know if you noticed this. I know they played a lot with color in this episode, but I did notice in the final shot when Obi-Wan is walking, well, riding towards the sunset mm-hmm. off in the distance, it's perfectly paralleled. There was blue and red on one on one side, one on the other. Oh, I didn't notice that. It, and he was right down the middle. I I just it was very faint because like it was the sunrise or the sunset and like just blue sky on one side, so it was kind of a play on. But it was straight down the middle. Interesting. Like he was right down towards the whatever end. He's balanced. You know? Yes. Yeah.
1: It's really it was that's another thing. Like this was edited so well. And the cinematography Mm -hmm. was so good. It almost felt like somebody else was editing it than the other episodes because this one was done so much better. And like the cinematography, some of the imagery is so beautiful. Like when they first meet on whatever planet it is that they're meeting to duel and they show them, you know, profiles facing
0: each other. Holy fuck. Mm. Like I would love that as a print on my wall. It's fucking gorgeous. Somebody please. Oh, my. There's a lot. Well, a lot of people thought that this duel would take place on Mustafar, which I'm actually glad it did not. They needed neutral ground. Yeah, that wouldn't really make sense. No, a lot of people, I don't know. I saw that floating around. There was some Fury or some poster or fan art or something that, I said, I don't know about going back to Mustafar. Yeah,
1: no, this is, it's all about, it's a rock and soil and earth and grounding and, like, repositioning yourself in. Yes, grounded safety yeah like it makes more sense to be where they were oh my god it was so good (laughs) let's talk about leia yeah there's like so many other things
0: to dive into she hugged him yeah full-on hug their affection is so beautiful It is truly beautiful, especially knowing, like, oh, God, when Bale, when the end, when Bale said, let's hope it doesn't come to that or something, like, and it does come to that in the worst of fucking ways. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, truly heartbreaking. But she gave Obi-Wan Lola because he was scared. I I thought that was so incredibly touching. Me too. And then he returned her. It's a beautiful touch, like, like a... For him to even say
1: that to her when they're in the ship. And yeah, I know. She was like, you know, know, it helps them feel less afraid. And he's like, well, maybe I should borrow Lola. I was just like, yeah, that's amazing. And to me, I think that's like really symbolic of that. He's not such a staunch Jedi anymore. Mm-hmm. He's more like Mm-mm. just a force wielder now at this point. And even says, like, to the group of people that the Jedi must end. Like, you need to survive. The Jedi aren't important anymore. Yeah, that's the past. It was
0: a lot of stop looking behind and look forward. Yes. And I loved Ice Cube's son. What's his name? I can't remember his character's name. Uh, Roken. Because it's almost Roken? broken, but it's Roken. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. When he said, I'm just getting started, I love it because... <laughs> I hope we see him again, but it is yes. just the beginning of the rebellion. Yeah. And Leia is there. Like, it's just, just truly incredible. And, th- we, then you know, we go on to see little cells like this forming and Hera's. You know, we think about, like, Hera's doing the same thing elsewhere yeah. and, and teams up with the Jedi. And, and we see this happening and it grows into something beautiful that Leia leads. It's yeah. really... It's amazing. She's fucking badass.
1: And... That Obi-Wan gives her Tala's holster, all of a sudden, Amazing. my brain was like, is that the what she's always wearing in Return of the
0: Jedi? I was going to go look before we did this, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure. I was like, and that is so beautiful. That's awesome. What a great touch, if that is. Tala lives on. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to credit the writers, everybody, for multiple things, but for actually... Having Leia tell Obi-Wan he needs to rest. Oh, my God. I laughed out loud. Did you laugh out <laughs> I loud? I fucking laughed. Out. I said, yes. <laughs> Somebody told him he needs a nap. <laughs> was Somebody. So... And it's Leia.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. I think I, <laughs> I will say that, like, a lot of this episode felt like fan service with that kind of stuff. And I'm so pleased. Like, thank you. I
0: don't care. I'm they glad. They recognize <laughs> what we're all thinking. Which, what is the harm in that? Obi-Wan needs a fucking nap. We've been saying it for, like, decades? Yeah. And for the last year on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Forever. The moment where he kneels down and tells her about her parents. Absolutely
1: beautiful. Losing my shit. It was so good.
0: Oh my god. The best traits of both of her biological and her step-parents. He could have been describing her step-parents, but was describing... Padme and Anakin. I mean, yeah. It really ties into the their discussion in the back of that truck, you know, in earlier episode. Like it really rounded out mm-hmm. that in the most beautiful way. I I thought that was so touching. It was. It was What a way to remember them. It shows
1: how he still has affection for who Anakin was.
0: Was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like you can see him starting to compartmentalize, you know, what Anakin yeah. is now is Vader and like he this why he tells luke that his father is dead cuz anakin says that he is you know and it's like yeah. how vader even thinks of anakin and so like it's nice to see that he can still have the fondness for the parts that were good mm-hmm. and express that to
0: leia like oh you remember them for their best you don't remember them in their worst you you have to remember them for their best otherwise yeah the whole friendship is was for nothing but it wasn't yeah. It was a source of great happiness for both of them. Yeah. And it's a, just a terrible, tragic ending to what was so beautiful. And Anakin was a great soul. He, You know, for all the misfortune, just the brainwashing and, and the lack of help for his mental challenges, mm-hmm. there was someone in there who just wanted to do good. Mm-hmm. Same as Padme, you know, and they met terrible ends. It's just tragic. Star Wars is pain. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's pain. Well, we need to also talk about Reva. I was not expecting her to not die. Me either. And I kind of... I, here, this has nothing to do with Moses. She gave a beautiful performance yeah. from top to fucking bottom. But I think she probably should have died. Does she know that that's fucking Anakin's kid? If she does, she needs to die. I don't know if she knows. Like, I'm.
1: They didn't make that clear. This mm-hmm. was this like her revenge on Obi Wan for leaving her. Like, why did she go to Tatooine? So I'm not. I, I will say that story wise, that's not watertight, and I'm not like a hundred percent
0: sure. Is it? Was she trying to kill? a youngling to, like, kill a part of her past because she was also addressing her past and going through a cleansing. Yeah. So unless she had no idea that that was a Skywalker and was just going after the first young Jedi she heard about or knew about or remembered. Or that, like, because Obi-Wan didn't protect her, she was going to
1: destroy the child that he was protecting on Tatooine. Could have been. I will accept that. That would be the only, like, otherwise, it's it's a little bit like, why the fuck would she go there? Even, especially when she's so injured and, like, it's a lot of effort <laughs> for, like, a small yes, payoff. Yeah. Especially since Obi-Wan's okay, not okay. there.
0: <laughs> Baru is a motherfucking badass yes. bitch. I wrote that down in my she, notes. She is on it. Okay, you go over here. I got the I got the blasters. You're gonna do this. We're gonna scare the perimeter. We're gonna get this kid out of here. Like, oh yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> like, I love that was, they I gave was her
1: that because brew is it. so like silenced in the first movie you know she's just kind of like shushed all the time yeah and like to see her like this and and to show it showed their whole family dynamic in a really new way which I really enjoyed so like seeing Baru being the badass bitch and like seeing that Owen actually has a lot of affection for both Luke and Baru. yes when yes Reva says something like you act almost like he's yours and he says he is mine. I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. that's nice because that's never yeah. how it's portrayed. Mm-mm. I actually liked that because it makes sense of why Luke is so loyal to them.
0: Yes. It's just, it's not shown in, it's its his way of showing. Yeah. And he, oh God. And to see little, first of all, to see little Luke have so many tinker Items and like <laughs> parts and like you know it's very Anakin of him. It it's is just very, it's very Skywalkery. It's it's so cute. It's so I was cute. actually kind of wondering if he would like bust out an unnecessary and unplanned use of the Force against Riva. I wondered but it that. didn't happen. Yeah, I wondered that. I was that. like, is he going to accidentally stop her with like his use? But I thought that might have been over the top. Yes, I actually I <laughs> like,
1: actually think that it was. It might be like underwhelming in some. Fe- it, to some people because it's like not a big like action sequence it's it's her emotional journey and yes. you know how we were saying that like the each episode is kind of reflected one of the movies this was so mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi yeah there were perils to both Obi-Wan is kind of like Luke and Reva is like Vader but there's also that moment where you know how like Luke gets really angry and is about to kill Vader and like he gets kind mm-hmm. of like almost mm-hmm. close to the dark side and has this moment of like, whoa, hold hold on. I've like almost crossed the line. You see that with Reva when she's about to kill Luke and she sees herself in that child and then realizes that she has become her worst nightmare. Just like yeah. a yeah. Luke looks down at his hand and sees yeah. Vader's hand. Yes. I was just like, ooh, that was really good. It's very good. And then she redeems herself the way vader does finally at the end
0: that was clever <laughs> i, I this the performance of it all was also very painful to watch because moses is so good yeah at being very stern and hard and and emotionless and then full of emotion yeah and overflowing i liked how obi-wan said you chose not to it's all about choices star wars has always been about choices mm-hmm what i said about anakin earlier he still made the choice to become vader for whatever whatever he had in his mind whether it was for good or meant well he still made the choice yeah. right luke still made the choice to not and reva made a choice to not yeah with pain and and overpowering a child and all of this whatever revenge she wanted and it's always just about choices. And I love that because I think we have to be reminded as humans, it's about our fucking choices. Yeah.
1: And I think that they probably like devastated us enough <laughs> with what happened to Anakin. I think that if Reva had died as well, it might have detracted from like what Anakin's journey had, like what Anakin's arc had done in this story. And so I think it was actually beautiful to then, because. Obi Wan couldn't save Anakin. He saves Riva. He helps her over the finish line. You know, mm-hmm, he even extends mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. hand to her and lifts her up in like that symbolic motion. And I'm glad she didn't die because she, her character has already been through so much tragedy. And they, they, they so often will just kill the the Sith character who you know, like think of Ventress, yeah. think of Maul. Yeah, true. Th- and like this is somebody who like might actually be able to not only be redeemed, but, like, then go live her life and maybe do some good. And how yeah. he says that, like, she honored the friends that had died by making this yeah. choice. Yes. Oh, I thought that was really beautiful. Leanne. Lauren. He said hello there. Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was the most perfect use Yes. of that. <laughs> Because that's what he literally says to, to Luke in *A New Hope*. It's so good. Oh my God! And it was delivered so well. <laughs> Thank you, Ewan. So cheeky. <laughs> it was good, and and he smiled a lot in this episode. So he did. whoever's out there listening was hoping that Obi Wan would smile. He smiles at the end of this episode quite a bit. Quite a few
1: times, and he does his laugh with Leia, where he like crosses his arms and like laughs. Just (laughs) it's true, it's so great when she tells him he needs to sleep. He bursts out laughing, which
0: I thought was great. Uh, Yeah, I loved, I loved all of it. I loved how Leia actually said, "If I'm." gonna lead we're gonna have to change a few things or, or something which is so symbolic yes i mean it's so beautifully symbolic like and
1: i just i just fucking love bale and bria like when bria's like is that a holster i love it yeah <laughs> like, yeah exactly because yes. i was
0: like don't make her take it off nope <laughs> She loved and it. And she's wearing the gloves that Obi-Wan bought her. She is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh. she wanted... She put those boots on real real proud and got all suited up, and yeah. this is her new look. She's looking you like know, Tala today. <laughs> yeah. This was really beautiful. a beautiful end. Yeah. If you asked me six weeks ago how this show was going to go, I really would not have guessed it would end this way, but I am so very happy it did. Yeah. This was a beautiful ending. Yeah, it really was. And, of, of course... The last
1: second, Qui-Gon shows up.
0: Qui-Gon showed up. Looking fucking weird. No, man, I thought he looked great. You did? I thought his beard was, like, weird. Like, Well, shit. I mean, in pure prequel fashion, maybe they just glued it on. Like. That's what it looked like. I thought it was, like, a glued-on beard. It was really funny. He did not go to the same Brazilian blowout uh, salon that Chew- Chewbacca and prequel obi-wan has has been too i will say that there's not a lot of volume in all that hair (laughs) but it was great to see liam neeson it was fantastic to see him finally after all the talking that obi-wan has done to him over the decade yeah
1: it felt a little slapped on at the end i'm okay with it i I am truly i'm okay with it because we've been asking for it so they're like all right here you go and (laughs) this is yeah. like yeah also why
0: is he a force ghost like he's not one well that's what i thought that's what i thought i i don't know about that but <laughs> i said you know what at this point i'm not gonna be <laughs> it was
1: like part of my brain was like are they trying to imply that like obi-wan's lost his mind <laughs> 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 he's actually he's insane to the deep end this whole six episodes has been a crazed dream <laughs>
0: we go back to the first episode when he wakes up and from a fever dream like exactly (laughs) he's just been napping next to his eop in the desert loved to see the EOP. People were concerned about who was feeding and watering the EOP while he was on his adventure, but I think I think the EOP was fine. Well, yeah. There's plenty of Jawas out there. He's
1: riding it at the end, so he must have just, like, yeah. stalled it. You know how you can, like, stall your horse and have people care for it while you're away? Yeah, so absolutely. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that's offered. He boarded it. It clearly was fine and was
0: very happy to see him again. Or Qui-Gon did show up unannounced. <laughs> he's been leaving and said, take a look at this guy. Let the, I'll feed this the thing. Ghost oh, Kenobi left him, him here. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he packs up his cave. He
1: does. Tells Owen, Luke just needs to be a boy. He doesn't need any protection other
0: than you. Yeah. So do you think he's off on more space adventures? It kind of seems like it. Well, I would, I would still like to know the path, the tunnel, the Underground Railroad, whatever you prefer to call yeah. it. I would like to think maybe he does help out with that. Yeah, um, season two is just Obi Wan and Quinlan, <laughs> <laughs> the misadventures of two lost Jedi, exactly, <laughs> trying to rescue younglings nonstop. <laughs> I think there's potential for a season two here, but I would be okay if there isn't one. Yeah, I think they wrapped it up very cleanly. Yeah, and I would be satisfied if. They did one. I'd be satisfied if they didn't do one. I think if you do a second season after how well they ended this one, you're starting to get into frivolous territory. Yeah, it truly. Please be smart about this Disney. That's all we're asking. Do an offshoot with the Cassian show with the path and the tunnels and some nods to the Obi-Wan show. You don't necessarily need to bring... You know, maybe Obi Wan shows up in the Cassian show since we didn't get Cassian in the Obi Wan show. If Obi Wan's doing things with the underground railroad, mm-hmm. don't know. I actually wonder that they're now rumoring that Cal Kestis might get a. Oh yeah, I saw that live action. Which anybody could show up in any of these shows. So well, you know,
1: the Ghost crew in Rebels is working with Ahsoka, absolutely. so it's not that far fetched yeah. that. Cassian could be working with Obi-Wan. I would be okay with that. Totally.
0: I'm very happy. I'm pained beyond belief, but it's a good pain. It's the Star Wars kind of pain. Yeah. I feel like I've had closure on a lot of history. Yeah, I
1: do too. And I feel like they they did it. They honored the original material. They they did it justice. And they made our character, honestly, just like to see Obi-Wan, who is personally just a very beloved character for myself, Mm-hmm. Get his moment. Yes. Where he is like... Oh, he had it already. Right. The most powerful he's ever been. He's compassionate yeah. at the same time. Yep. He's the hero who can, like, release the pain. Like, what a character
0: to live up to. Absolutely. Everything we love about him, all in one episode, in one scene, damn near. Yeah.
1: I, I feel very heard <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> it is so stupid because, like, no one owes me anything. And honestly, as fans, no one really owes us anything. Like, they're allowed to tell whatever stories they fucking want, and we either like them or we don't. And so to to see my favorite character, especially after, like, feeling so completely defeated about Luke, yeah, to have Obi-Wan yeah. at least be given this, like, really honored properly, at least in my mind, like, that was... Just, oh, in my mind, too. I really feel grateful. Very. If Star Wars gives us nothing else ever at least we have this and I feel very, very happy and grateful. I couldn't have said it
0: better myself. It's audience chime in time and we have one very simple question for you. If you could rate the entire Obi-Wan Kenobi series from one to 10, with 10 being top notch, excellent, A plus, what would you rate the entire series? 10 out of 10 or lower and why?
1: I don't know about you, Leanne, but I'm not ready to stop talking about this show. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So I think next week we will revisit our list of things that we hoped to see in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and we will
0: see how many of them we got right. And after having seen the entire show, are we glad we didn't get certain things? Yeah, good question. That'll be
1: interesting to think about. On last week's episode, we asked our listeners what they thought about the flashback featuring Obi-Wan and Anakin, and we got the following responses. B Bromund one on Instagram said, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed how they did the flashbacks. I actually liked it better than doing Clone Wars. Clone Wars could have taken away from James Arnold Taylor and Matt Lanter's performance. And Alora on Instagram said, So, I was watching it with a friend who's also a big Star Wars person. And right before the episode started, I was just like, you know, I'm kind of disappointed that we haven't had any flashbacks. And then, like, all of a sudden, it goes to the flashback of Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting. And I was just like, you know what? This is what happens when you wish for something hard enough, things come true. I think the flashback between Anakin and Obi-Wan is going to live on
0: as an epic moment for many of us. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do so on Patreon. In fact, I just posted a wellness check on all of our patrons now that this (laughs) finale has come out. So we care about our patrons. too. (laughs) And as always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, you can go ahead and rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these things, head on over to our lovely website, MostThingsKenobi.com.
1: So, until next time, my space twin, may the Force be with you. Always.